Yes. Yes, indeed. Jersey Judah. Red Pill Party Podcast. Once again, man, we're even earlier in the a.m. than what we were when we did this shit yesterday. 9.51 a.m. I am your host, Jersey Judah. It is February the 1st, 22. Which means... It is, in fact, Black History Month. And this time around, I feel, I don't know, perplexed. But fuck all that shit. We are here, man. Early in the a.m., it's actually beautiful out. 30 degrees, which is actually uh, high compared to the 15, 25, and... 11 degree weather that we've been dealing with. But as I said before, man, it's a sunny day and shitty in J. So what I want to talk about on this edition is, and when I do things in the morning, I don't try to do long episodes. I try to do something that's maybe a little over an hour, nothing major. And This topic, which by the way, it is Tough Love Tuesday. This is just a bonus AM episode. This is what I'll do every now and then, uh, especially for those who are on Spotify. Because if I put it as a bonus episode, it will be one of the episodes that pop up when you go to my podcast on Spotify. And I gotta give, I have to give a salute out there. I have to give a shout out and a round of applause uh, for the listeners out there. And you see, and by the way, I'm smoking. This isn't COVID. <coughs> Damn, this is a good weed. Um, I tend to pay attention to a lot of the, like, breakdowns. I don't even, what is it called? Analytics? I think it's analytics with how many people view your episodes. And I, I always try to keep up with that every now and then. That way I know what the audience is listening to, what the audience likes, maybe what the audience doesn't like. And what I've noticed is there is a spike when it comes to uh, Tough Love Tuesdays and Manosphere Mondays. So those are probably the most popular days that, you know, people get a chance to listen to the episodes. I have a lot of, I got more solid support, I believe, on Anchor than anything. I guess people actually follow me on Anchor. I didn't know that was a possibility, but to those people as well. And I've said this before, a lot of the Sigma male, the Sigma male, and I think high expectations slash low value women, those were like the highest ones. You know what I mean? Those were the highest rated or uh, most listened to episodes. But with all that being said, since it is Tough Love Tuesday, I'm going to give you guys my views on love. Okay. I'm going to give you my views on love. And as I always say, love is a battlefield for a reason. Matter of fact, love is a battlefield that men constantly battle and lose to on a daily basis. Okay? Also, we're going to be going over um, one of my favorite content creators, 
Anthony Spade. Sigma male red pill coach, Anthony Spade. And uh, we're going to go over two videos that connects to all this. But of course, you guys already know. I'm going to pause it, say my little you know, two cents and continue the video. The flow of the show has been monumental. Um, there was times, like I said, when I started podcasting, I wasn't sure what what route I was going. I just knew that I wanted the podcast. I wanted to be able to speak my mind. At the same time, I didn't want to just be those guys who talk and don't know shit. So I wanted to find my lane, but I wanted to find ground and I wanted to find surroundings that were familiar to me. So when the manosphere and the red pill became more and more a thing, where I'm saying to myself, well, damn, I've been through those situations. If I only had the courage to speak out, if I only had the courage to stand up, and look where I'm at today. God damn. All right. So we're going to jump in to the motherfucking videos, right? We're going to jump in. And this is strictly Anthony Spade. Two Anthony Spade videos. Five types of women that should be avoided. Um, nine defying ways men learn love don't exist or love isn't real. I forgot how it was worded. We are going to start off with the love talk because that's what this morning discussion is based on. And let's go. Hey, yo, subscribe. Anthony Spade reacts. Anthony fucking Welcome Spade. back to the Anthony Spade channel. Before we get started, go ahead and hit that like button, that subscribe button, and that notifications button. Let's get it. So you can get the videos as soon as I put them out, which are typically around 9, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's actually when I got this video. Welcome back to the Anthony Spade channel. I want to first start off by saying talking about all women even though it feels like it and if it feels like i'm talking about you you need to check yourself because i'm only talking about bad women that do bad things to good guys and i teach the good guys how to spot the bad women nigga what if you're looking for the music to the <laughs> intro and you want the link to the second channel both are below in the description but can you please go ahead and hit the notifications button right now yeah i gotta get the uh i actually got to uh subscribe to the second channel I actually didn't know he had a second channel. All right, guys. Today, I'm going to be talking about seven defying ways that you know that love is a choice and it's not something that actually happens. But, but what about me? Why am I making this video? I'm making this video is because everyone thinks love is this some type of sensational feeling that's going to happen to you whenever you meet a person. When in reality, love is going to actually work after you get to know somebody and you're willing to learn who they are and you know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept for them. Now, keep that in mind, gentlemen. Think about what he just said. <coughs> love, this love at first sight thing. Um, rom-com dynamic. It's a rom-com dynamic. It's an RCD. It's a rom-com dynamic. And what it is, is it's the belief that a woman, a woman's lust trumps everything. 
I'm going to say this straight up. A woman's lust trumps anything other than what the woman is. And let me explain. When a guy says he falls head over heels, or women say they fall head over heels in love with a guy, it is mostly based off of chemistry, and that chemistry is only physical attraction. Today, the only thing that we're really going off of is chemistry. So the man will the man will mistake love for lust. So these men don't really love these women. They love the possibility of those women. The common mistake that men do is we fall for the trap. And when women are chameleons and they're able to turn themselves into whatever appeals to you, and then you fall for it, and then you end up falling for them. Come on, man. Nothing but, nothing but facts, man. First 10 minutes. Let's get it. What you're feeling at the beginning is just called fascination. You're just fascinated with that person. I believe we're definitely both looking for some sexy time in the hotel room. And she's hot. And nine times out of ten, you could be fascinated with a person who has not proved to you if they are a good or bad person because the only thing you're attracted to is their physicality. What did I just say? Lust. Temptation. I love that word. Temptation. Adam and Eve, the Garden of Eden. Temptation. The modern day female and her actions, how she walks, how she talks, how she dresses. Temptation. But we all know, just like in the Garden of Eden, that bitch Eve is a dumb hoe. Fucked everything up for the fucking universe and for humanity itself, if you believe that. I do. And the modern day women are just eye candy. They do nothing for the mind. Temptation and lust trumps love 95% of the time today as a average or above average man dealing with modern females. Let's continue. You're gonna be attracted to someone's physicality first before you are attracted to their mentals. And that's something that you guys have to understand because you think that being a nice guy is way more attractive than being an ugly guy. Once again, this is why I love the manosphere, it's a, it's a love and hate relationship. I'm not going to lie. I'll use love to say I love the red pill. Especially the guys out there who are really putting together well, thought-provoking content. I love the manosphere. Because I've been talking about this shit for a while now. When a nice guy tries to use his kindness as a weapon, the woman will take that kindness for weakness. Have you? No, it's not going to work like that. A woman's going to see a good looking guy from the jump, but if he got a bad attitude and he maintains that bad attitude, 
she'll leave him too. And it's going to be a lot of women that come across some ugly guys. And they're going to say, you know what? This guy right here is a little different. This guy's a little better. This guy's a little. It's a lot of ugly guys out there with beautiful women. Matt, let me just clear something up. Now, what he said is, if a guy who is physically attractive, remember, looks, money, status, gentlemen. Looks, money, status. Large, medium, small. Looks, money, status. Large, medium, small. Hopefully you guys connect the analogy. Looks, top thing. When a woman sees a guy who is attractive, she automatically gets that signal in her mind. I want to have sex with this guy. This is before she even knows what the guy sounds like. By his looks, she has already made that decision. Now, Anthony Spade is saying, if that guy had a terrible attitude, if he treated her like shit, that woman will eventually leave. He didn't even say eventually. He, he'll say, he said that she'll leave. I strongly disagree. The Pookies and the Ray Rays will strongly disagree. You see, when, when you maximize in status, rather than just the looks and the money, you can kind of make those decisions and you can kind of move around with multiple women if you're just based on looks you're going to have the physical attraction on game you're probably going to be a guy who's known for hooking up with a lot of women especially one-nighters women looking to have fun you're at the right place at the right time bada boom bada bing what can i say you know what i mean what can i say but if you're a guy who's only maximized and you're only you're only maxed out when it comes to money. You are essentially a target. This is when the men have to be well aware of the chameleon. You know what I mean? You have to be well aware of the everyday whorehound. Um, the OnlyFans thought bot. You have to be well aware. Because you're the biggest target. See, they look for... Dating apps. We mentioned a little bit about this last night. I didn't get a chance to play the video that I wanted, but I will talk about it later on anyway. Bumble. An app. An app created by feminists, by feminist women, pretty much for the feminazi thinking woman. See, this gave, think about this for a second. This gave females the right, and these are this is how the app works. Only females can show interest and hit the guy up. Now, you can swipe and say a woman's good looking. She can say you're good looking, but she has to be the first one to initiate conversation. Now, keep in mind, females, A, are not used to approaching men. B, are not used to dealing with rejection. And C, not being viewed as just another person and walk by them. You, there'll always be conditional femininity for these women. So one minute they want to call the shots, right? And by doing this, what happens is they get the experience of what it is to be a man. Meaning they get the experience of having to go out there, 
hit somebody up and deal with the possibility that they're not going to hit you back. They're ghosting you. They're already dealing with the next woman, just like a lot of these women today. You're going to have to deal with rejection, the possibility that you don't add up to a person's standards, what a person has going for him. See, women can make these unrealistic expectations. But once guys even say something similar to that, it's an issue. Dating apps are 60% of the majority of women. The consumer base is 70% the majority of women. Uh, the divorce rate is 70 to 80% the majority of women. Women do have control. Don't believe what these feminazis tell you. You have control. I support a woman 100% if she believes that she wants to be a truck driver. If she wants to work for if she want to work in the construction field. I have nothing but wholehearted love and support for those women. But you have to realize when you step into that playing field, you are the majority. I mean, you are the minority. And women are so used to being the majority that it's all it's all the same narrative. This is what happens when you're in the echo chamber. When you're in the echo chamber, and shout out to Hammerhand for bringing this up, you have a bunch of people that are not making any progress like you. You have the same people not doing anything, any sort of activities, not being active, not doing nothing, just like you. You're going to have the same people boohooing and complaining about men, just like you, being one of the women that are in the Lost Tribe, something I mentioned last night, where all of these women now... <clears throat> including single mothers, including narcissistic, materialistic women, they come together and they say, well, we're all the good men. There's nothing wrong with us. Sure, we have bodies on top of bodies. Sure, we got bodies like, like, like a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, but we're still worthy candidates. <laughs> Negative. It's not going to happen. We can't do that. A man can't ignore your past. Right. A man can't ignore your past. Women can ignore a man's past as long as he's making money and he's doing things going further. A man doesn't really care about your future. If it's not with us, we don't. That's how I look at it. See, I'm, I'm very direct. With women. And like I said, my longest relationship was only about a year and a half, close to two years. And that was actually one of, that was my second relationship that I was in. So, when it got to a point, and that was a good relationship. Sure, things ended bad. Things ended terribly. But it was a good relationship. I can't really say anything ill about that woman. Because, unlike most women, it's like, the accountability thing is where the connection, well, the self-accountability thing is where men begin to disconnect from women. It's solely based on the fact that you make these mistakes and you rarely talk about it. And not only do you rarely talk about it, you live your life as if you never made those mistakes. So because of the next person not being able to understand or figure out what you're doing, it's supposed to be acceptable in your mind. And that's the dysfunctional, that's the problematic, um, that's the confrontational, argumentative women of today. Matter of fact, 
majority of the beautiful women who have a guy have a ugly guy. These girls had babies by these ugly ass drug dealers and now the baby grew up, you got young turd, young thug, <laughs> little Uzi Vert. Woo! <laughs> she cutting up. Why she do the men like that? Why she do our black brothers like that? You know it's you know it's black history, man. Why she <laughs> And it's all truth. It's 100% facts. 100% facts. All of them. You do not walk around seeing couples that are he's pretty and she's pretty. It doesn't work that way. That's a fantasy that everyone's trying to live. So today we're going to be talking about why love is a choice. It's something that you're telling yourself that you're supposed to do. It's not something that's going to naturally happen. Let's get to it. First, everybody is different and everybody's views of life is different. All right. Once again, it goes back to infatuation. When you're infatuated with a person, it's some type, it's some type of reasoning that you're infatuated with them. It's something that you want out of them. And then there's something that they want out of you. So you would notice in love, majority of the time, there's only one person that's going to be in love and the other person's in the relationship because they did not want to be alone. Now, who's that sound like to you? I mean, who does that really sound like to you? They're constantly in relationships because they don't want to be alone. And they're usually not the person to tell the other that they love them first usually never that's most women that's most women and i'm not saying this to vilify women by any means i'm just being truthful women are never used to being by themselves women for the most part are never used to being single without any form of crisis when a woman turns 30, we got we as men, we know this firsthand. We know these women instantly talk about marriages. When five five years ago, she was riding a cock carousel being a professional cock hopper. Today, it's like when a woman reaches 30, it's predictable behavior at this point. This is why women, women can't say the same thing about men who are in their 30s. Because usually by, I'll say as a man... By the time you reach 30, right, if you don't have kids and you don't have a wife and you don't have a girlfriend, you are actually in the best position that you can be in at your age because there are women who are either washed up, they're, they've, they've hoed themselves out <clears throat> to where they don't even look attractive like they used to look. It's as if all these men and all of these penises have done something to her spirit. I believe in the spiritual world, right? I, I just want to say something random, but it all makes sense, right? And in the spiritual world, it gets tied into religion, our personal beliefs. I believe in one God, you know. God bless America. You dig it. You know what I'm saying? I believe in one God. You feel me? So I don't, I will never say anything ill about someone who's Islamic. That's your God, bro. Like, cool. 
I'll never say nothing about a Christian, even though Christians could be the most hypocritical motherfuckers out there, but I'm not going to try to dish y'all out. It's Black History Month. But when it comes to the information, the spirit, the, the fucking reincarnation of the Jezebel spirit and this whore of Babylon, I believe the whore of Babylon is a representation of modern women. I generally believe that the modern women today are the representation of the whore of Babylon. And if you women don't know about the whore of Babylon, don't come to me and say that I'm a misogynist or anything like that. I'm not trying to hear it. I don't give a shit about what most of you bitches talk about. If you women come respectful, then we'll have a respectful conversation. See, like me, I'm not like these other dudes. And I'm not trying to say that to be like, whatever. I'm just saying like, I'll communicate with women. If they disagree on something, I'll have a conversation with them. And see, I've listened and watched people like Tommy Sotomayor and like all of the other good debaters out there for so long that I didn't duplicate what they did. I just studied what they did and I created, I, I added my own flavor into it. Like I'm going to take your emotion logically and use it against you. I don't have to raise my voice to prove a point. If I know something, I can address it with a clear voice. Now, if I have to raise my voice, it's not that I'm yelling. It's that I'm getting my point across. Either somebody's trying to talk over me. And that's what happens when you debate these people. When you start making valid points, that's when the name calling gets there. The name calling comes. The blatant disrespect comes. And then what you have to do. As a rational male, shout out to Rolo Tomasi, you have to remain stoic. You have to remain pragmatic instead of problematic. Men are pragmatic for the most part. Men solve problems. Women, problematic. They create problems. They point out problems, and most of them come up with zero solution. You understand that in life, the more you date and the more you get hurt and the more you learn about other relationships, you start to understand why there's marriages out there that are open marriages. Why there's marriages out there where the woman does have a girlfriend or the guy does have a girlfriend on the side, and they allow that to happen. Because it has nothing to deal with love. It's more of a business. It's a choice that you're making to do. But when you make that decision, you're allowing yourself to be open to the other person as well. See, love is big business as well. Love isn't just a battlefield. <clears throat> love is big business. Love is a corporation. Love is an enterprise. Love is an empire. And that love on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is coming up. Isn't that the time, the season of love where all these men are desperate to find a woman and et cetera, right? Or love during the holidays where that woman's expecting you to propose or at least buy her a bracelet. Every kiss begins with K. Is that not a business? Is that, does that not add up? Do you guys see where I'm going? Love is a business, 
And just like any other business, just like anything else that can be consumed, the, the, the majority of the consumers are the women. Women buy into the battlefield of love because they're the most manipulative and it breaks down materialism, right? When it comes to the affection of love and love being big business and how can you say you love me without buying me this, without buying me that, without taking me here, without taking me there. Come on. I already know I'm spitting the truth. I'm not even I'm not even really getting started yet. You guys think love is textbook. Love is not textbook. Love is nothing but another word that says, I'm going to accept all your flaws until I get mad at accepting your flaws and then I'm going to leave you. I basically found out that our whole marriage is a scam. At the end of the day, that's pretty much what's happening in love relationships. Why? Because everyone view of love is different and what they and what they want out of the next person is different as well. Everyone views of life want different results. Next, you're learning life that you need permission to love somebody. Why? Because if you mess around and love somebody that don't want you to love them or they're not looking forward to you loving them, then you're going to be wasting your time. They're Another amazing point. See, love, love is continuity. Love is consistency. Love is actually planned. See, people tell you that love isn't planned, it just happens. These are the biggest fucking liars on planet Earth. Love is planned. If a guy is weak-minded to a point to where he is willing to pedestalize a woman... Meaning, putting a woman above him being the ultimate simp lord, then what will happen is he'll be the first one to subscribe to the idea of love. Because love to these men or love to a nice guy is a fascination. In the same way that women look at love being a novel, a lot of these, um, a lot of these beta care bears, these dudes have that similar belief, right? And they're the ones who are destroyed the most because nobody gives a fuck about them. Not even certain men. But here at the Red Pill Party podcast, we're here for the men. And we're also here for the women who can cooperate. And like I said, I don't give a shit about having conversations with women about the things that I discuss. I just would rather do it with women that I know at least agree with 75%. If you can agree with 75% of what I'm saying and have a problem with 25% of that, that to me is an interesting conversation. Because I'm not just going to get some organized, orchestrated response like, oh, yeah, I think you talk about this and that. Great. No. It's going to be a raw conversation. But, you know, that's the thing that another a, a lot of things when it comes to nice guys. They don't understand love is like respect for men. Love, love essentially is respect. If you really break it down to anything else besides that, you may be incorrect. Love is about the ultimate a woman who gives you the ultimate respect. A woman who can stroke your ego. That's right. 
Men like women who stroke their egos. Since you bitches talk about high value this, high value that, you should be with these ballers. You should be with these NBA athletes. You should be with these rappers and entertainers. But oh yeah, I forgot you're a broken, bitter bitch with nothing to offer. Duh. So you can have all of the unrealistic expectations you want. But the modern men, we sitting back, we give them basic, like, Almost the bare fucking minimum of expectations when it comes to a woman. Cooperate. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be problematic. Don't be argumentative. Like, what the fuck? To see, this is why uh, Beast, Mode, Beast Mode Smooth reacts. That channel, the guy said that most men today, when he says most men, that's easily the 80, 80 plus percent of guys who are seen as invisible. That is because those guys would actually take a female who is five, non-problematic, and presentable over a bitch who's an eight or a nine and who's problematic, can't be presentable in public, and just a burden to be around. The modern-day women represent a burden that men will choose to be around eventually. Especially the guys who want red pill, where they'll eventually run into these to these type of women, and they'll just choose to settle down, and they'll get their whole lives destroyed. You know, no prenup, so they're just get, getting completely raped by the fucking divorce court. Child support comes in because all of a sudden she leaves with half of your shit, and then says that you're not a suitable father, but you just took half of this bitch's income. You took half of this bitch's income. Gonna treat you bad. So you gotta actually know if that person want to be loved. If that person don't want to be loved, you shouldn't be out there loving them. That's one thing you're gonna learn about love. Just because you walk into somebody's life with a smile on your face, with good intentions, or being a perfect friend for them, being a perfect person that they can rely on every single day, doesn't mean that they wanted you to walk in their life and do that. You know, I, I didn't think to ask. It's that simple, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think love is all about tit for tat. I treat you good, you treat me good. I do this for you, you do this for me. You do that. Love is not tit for tat. You need to ask permission. You need to find out if somebody is looking to be loved, if they're looking to be cared for, if they're willing to even give that back. Too many of you guys out here, you're just out here putting your love out there. You're just putting your usefulness out there and you're hoping that you get it in return. Love is like a new spring day. Eventually, it it's not. No, you're gonna learn real soon that you need to know if the person you're dealing with actually wants to be loved. If not, they're just gonna give you the opposite of love when you give it to them. Next, emotions are not permanent. Understand that emotions are not permanent. Every time you meet a new friend, you and that new friend gonna talk about your past, y'all gonna find something to relate to each other about. Next thing you know, you go around other people, you defend each other like, yeah, that's my boy, no, that's my boy, y'all, y'all, that's my boy. Then in between that, you and them have private arguments and y'all get back around these people. And then next thing you know, you arguing in front of people and they thought you guys were tight and best friends. And then after a while from there, you outgrow each other and you go. The reality of love today is the reality of relationships. 
and within the harsh realities of the red pill, that all goes full circle, right? Let me explain. So guys, when they come into the red pill, the first thing they are essentially taught is the nature of women. And because they can understand now or have a better understanding to the nature of women, what ends up happening is the idea of or the fascination of love ends quickly, right? And you learn this probably from looking back at your previous relationships. How did you feel about that girl? You probably felt that she was the one that completed you. Believe it or not, there's guys that feel that way in the blue pill world. I don't feel that there's nothing wrong with that. Unfortunately, it's just due to our circumstances and due to a lot of women and what they choose to do and how they choose to act. Men cannot come with that sort of affection. Can't. Now, maybe into a relationship. But once again, thanks to Anthony Spade, that breaks down to the mutual idea. Oh, well, she's happy about me being nice to her or me buying her shit, right? Because she wants that in a relationship versus a nice guy who barely knows the woman trying to buy her flowers and all this other shit. See, there's a big difference there. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to finish this one off. Go your way, he go his way, and everybody get all new friends as they get older. I don't know. Do we really have the energy to build a friend from the ground up? Did I mention I have a car? Okay, you're in. That's what you're going to learn about love, <laughs> right? It's not going to stay. Your emotions are going to change based off the events that are going through your life. All right. What women need love from men now is going to be completely different when they're in their 30s. It's going to be completely different based off the events that are even happening in life. Look at the life that we're living in. Where do you see the love? You see people exposing each other. You see people putting all their business out there. You see death. You see sodomy. You see all the seven deadly sins that are actually congratulated. So we're exactly are you looking for the love at. The emotions of a person never stays the same. So love can come and go. It's something that you choose to do for that moment because when your emotions change, so will the love for that person. You've already gotten over the girl that hurt you. The girl that hurt you already gotten over you. Everybody's moved on with their life. It's those who don't have a vision. It's those that don't believe in themselves. It's those that don't know where they want to go that's stuck inside of a trend of hating women. Everybody else that go out and get the job they want and they get to the gym and they start working on themselves, they forget about that woman that they love all over again. The emotions change. So understand, as your emotions change, so will your thoughts for another person. Back to life, back to reality. <laughs> hey. Next, nobody <laughs> owes you love. Nobody owes you love. Too many of you guys out here, once again, like I say, just because you have a persona of being nice doesn't mean that people have to treat you nice. This also goes towards women. 
and I, I'm, I'm assuming he may not bring up that to women because he doesn't really have to, but I'm going to do it for him. Women, you don't deserve half of the shit do you expect. Matter of fact, some of you bitches don't even deserve 25%. There's, there's things in life that we want that we know we can't have, right? But there's people who strive to still get those things. The people who put in the dedication and the hard work and not only bettering their circumstances, but in return, bettering themselves. And since a lot of women don't know about doing that unless it's getting an education and being independent, which is problematic at best, they will never find that happiness that they feel they deserve from others because they cannot find that from within. Guys know this because guys, let's just, let's just be honest. I, I, I just want to bring this up. Being financially successful doesn't mean you're going to be the most successful with women. In fact, most of those people are the guys who drop the cash app and the guys who drop the debit credit cards when it comes to these OnlyFans bitches. These beta bucks exist, right? So you can look at them on one instance as these guys are losers, these guys are failures. But a lot of these people have high paying careers and jobs. A lot of these men just learn to not trust women because if you're getting all of the information, especially last night with the hood booger who wants scammers who want to just scam people alongside and live this Bonnie and Clyde lifestyle, you'll understand that women can be just as dangerous and just as destructive as men. It's just men are put in those circumstances where look at these masculine, toxic masculinity and all of these things can get brought up. And a guy like myself will easily point out, well, a bitch that wants a scammer, I think that qualifies as toxic femininity. Just saying. Matter of fact, the nicer you treat, the more evil you're going to get back towards you. The more of a perfect guy that you are towards the woman you like and towards other people, the more of the bottom of the stick you're going to get mistreated. Why? Because nobody owes you love. Cook. Once you accept that fact, then no one's just gonna say, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta love him." Cook. He went through so much. The girl hurt him, so the next girl gotta love him. Oh man, he's been hurt by this person, so you gotta love him. You think the pain that you go through is so deep that you deserve somebody to love you? No, people only love people that already love themselves more. <laughs> Then they love people. 
That's not saying walk around and act like you're on cloud nine. That just says every time they see you, you're trying to better yourself without somebody. They see you at the gym by yourself. They see you making moves by yourself. They're not seeing you walking around with a crew of people asking, hey, what we getting ready to do tonight? Hey, is all of us going to the gym? Hey, everybody ain't going to the gym, so we ain't going to the gym today. Hey, everybody ain't going down there to work at the same job, so we all ain't going to get a job. Hey, all of us, every, you guys are trying to do everything with your life with a group of people because you feel like you're owed that love. Oh, whoa, it is like way too early for all this yelling. Don't nobody owe you no love. You better get out here and love yourself so you can move on fast. And you'll notice people gravitate towards the people that love themselves. The <laughs> same reason why people give money to rich people. You have to understand, once you get rich and people think you're rich, rich people get stuff for free. They get poor people that give them money. Look at Lil Boosie. He went to go buy groceries and one of his fans bought him groceries. Why? Because they idolized him for being rich. They idolized him for loving himself to be where he's at. So understand, if you don't love yourself, you're going to love somebody that loved themselves. That's why you idolize your celebrities and your superstars. Now, Anthony Spade reacts, or is it Anthony Spade reaction? Either way, Anthony Spade, support this nigga. Now, if you ask me, as a man, more importantly, a Sigma man, Sigma male mindset, also, Red Pill Party podcast host. Who in my mind represents the red pill. And in my way of thinking, it's this individual. Dropping nothing but truth. Right? Nothing but facts. No bullshit. No sugarcoating. Just telling you how it is and what it is. Oh. I don't know what to do. Next, life is going to change with experiences. I'm telling you that right now. You and a woman can have the perfect relationship. If something was to happen and you get in a car accident, she get in a car accident, and it changes your whole perception of your relationship, your emotions are going to change and your love is going to change automatically. Not in everybody, but for the most part, your moods and all that are actually going to change. If you was to go to jail and get locked up and you get in 20 years, that woman is going to move on. She's not going to love you at all. So understand, you can get in a relationship with the most beautiful girl in the world that's dedicated to you, right? But if she gets fat and sloppy, you're going to lose you're going to lose your um infatuation of her. You know how many husbands go through that? They work so hard to get this beautiful young girl. Then after a couple of kids, they're like, man, my wife is fat. What? Man, I need me. I'm not fat. I'm big bone. You can't slim down bone. Yeah, but low calorie don't mean no calorie. That's how life is. Life's going to change with circumstances. So you cannot expect people to have the same emotion and the same love all over again. It's something you're choosing to do. You're going to choose to put up with a woman if she's out of shape. And, and you're not attracted to her. That's when you say, I love her though. She has my kid. I'm going to stay there. You're choosing to do that. Some guys are going to be like, man, I ain't getting ready to deal with this. I'm going to go get me a little side chick. So understand, there ain't no umbrella of code that's love. 
It's the choice you make. It's the psychological thing that you do to yourself. You only have the power to accept love from people that want to love you. That's the only power that you have when it comes to love. You can't even force nobody to love you. There's nothing. You can't buy it. You can't. You Most of y'all think you can buy it. Y'all think y'all can leverage it. You think you can do something, keep people around you, and they're going to automatically love you? No, it don't work like that. You can only be loved by people that are volunteering their love to you. The same way a woman can only be loved by the guy who's volunteering his services. Once you understand that, that's just how it is. You got to look at who likes you for you, who loves you for you. If a woman don't love you for you, then you're not supposed to roll with her. It's that simple. Too many people are trying to prove their love because that's what they're taught is the ultimate thing. The ultimate thing is that a woman wants to be treated good. She wants to be taken out. She wants to do that. A woman's rules and standards to getting her places a man in a weak position because it's not a natural trait for her. It's not natural for a woman to want a weak man. Her insecurity says you get a weak man that you can run through. That you can do all these bad things to because a weak man is going to volunteer his love. That's what it's all about. She's choosing to say, I'm going to allow you to love me. But there's no guarantees that I'm going to love you back. That's a another thing that you have to understand. A lot of you guys have came across women in your past, right? That you've been with that have loved you to death. But it came a point of that relationship where you're like, you know what? I don't even love you, bro. Like, and you've had to break her heart. Somebody is going to get their heart broken. Period. It's going to happen in every relationship. Go find somebody today. Google them. Talk to somebody in the chat room. Make communication with another person and ask them, have you ever had a problem in a relationship before? I guarantee you the average person, 99% of people are going to say yes. Hence, love is a battlefield love is a battlefield someone's gonna come out victorious somebody's gonna come out better off from that relationship than the other one of those parties are going to be broken depressed some men and women even get suicidal over an end of a relationship that they felt was concrete and was guaranteed to last. That's the reality of it. Love is a battlefield. The men, unfortunately, we're actually winning because we're not getting into the battlefield. <laughs> By staying out of the battlefield, we have won. The MGTOW have won. The Red Pill content creators and, and those who are living that lifestyle, it is a, I believe the red pill is a lifestyle, okay? Because you can learn, I can learn everything about red pill awareness, all this other shit. I can even go back to the PUA game. Oh, I know indicators of interest. I know when a woman's interested in me because she's playing with her hair, all this other shit. If I'm not putting myself to better use to learning better information then what am i really doing see that's where the rubber meets the road when it comes to a lot of men so now you are hearing these type of content creators you are hearing this type of information you are learning about the nature of women 
But either you're going to better yourself for yourself and look at women for what they are, which are women, or you're just going to be the angry guy who all of a sudden hates women. You know what I mean? You pretty much go closer and closer to the black pill way of thinking. But we're going to move on to the next video because there was only 30 seconds left on that. Um, another Anthony Spade video. Matter of fact, how long are we in here, man? We're not trying to go over an hour, but we might. Yeah, we're going to go over an hour. Fuck it. We'll just play this next video as much as possible before I, you know, cook the fuck up. Welcome back to the Anthony Spade channel. Before we get started, go ahead and hit that like button, that subscribe button, and that notifications button so you can get the videos as soon as I put them out, which are typically around 9, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Okay, today we're going to be talking about five type of women you should avoid. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because not a lot of people are mental and not a lot of people are red pill, right? So a lot of you guys, you're coming to a red pill channel just to learn how to date better, just to learn more about a woman, but your intentions is to turn around and start dating again. But this time you want to be the best dater. Now, I'm not necessarily a dating coach, I'm a red pill coach. So I'm only gonna tell you about the nature of a woman I'm not gonna do too many videos on how to get a woman. Now, I do have a video coming up where I will be talking how to be attractive, but I'm still a red pill coach. I am not a dating coach. I'm all about women's nature. I spend half my time, majority of my time, being mental. I stay celibate a lot. I'm more celibate throughout the year than I am sexually active. So today, I'm gonna be letting you know the five type of women you need to avoid. And we're gonna start off with the first one which is the gossiper, all right? The woman that loves to gossip, you have to stay away from this woman because what this woman does is she's constantly collecting information on everyone else's life. She's constantly in everyone else's business because she needs their energy to destroy them. This is what a gossiper is going to do. She's gonna constantly keep the drama going. She's gonna keep the conflict going because it makes her feel better. And the reason why she does this is because she don't know who she is. She's not happy with herself. So she gets a arousement out of bringing other people down. The closer you get to a gossiper, the more problems you're gonna have throughout your relationship. And when your relationship is actually over with her and it will be over with her, then your relationship will be on display to everybody else. The problems that you have in your relationship would be presented to everybody whenever you're not with her again. So you must stay away from the gossiper because the gossiper is definitely going to keep you in a lot of drama because she loves drama and she loves to destroy people. Ways you could spot her, you would mainly see this girl changing her best friends a lot. But one thing she will be is only a best friend on surface. But soon as those other girls are not around, then those other girls would be part of her gossip where she talks behind their back. When you come across a woman that's talking behind another woman's back, you have to get away from her. Anybody connected to her relationship and problems will be put on display at some point. All right, next we're gonna talk about the emotional-less woman. All right, this is the woman 
depth is gonna always not take your feelings into consideration. In other words, if you start to complain, she's gonna be insensitive about everything you do because she's gonna expect you to be stronger. She's gonna brush everything to the side and she's gonna put the focus back on her. And she's gonna look at you as being overly sensitive, dramatic. And these are the things she's gonna tell you. Stop being overly sensitive. Stop being so dramatic. Now, when she does this, she's expecting you to be quiet. And then she's gonna redirect it back onto her. The attention will always come back to her because she feels like a man should never complain about life because women face too much emotion. So when you're a man and you're dealing with an emotionalist woman, the best thing for you to do is to remain red pill. A lot of you blue pill guys do not date an emotionalist woman. You're headed down the road. She's going to treat you bad and she's going to talk about you in front of other people because she's going to view you as being weak and overly sensitive and dramatic. Stay away from this girl because your thoughts and what you believe in would never go into consideration with her. All right, number three. The performer. This the girl you got to watch out for. See, this is the girl, right? She always dresses for certain occasions. Like when it's Halloween time, she loves to dress up for Halloween. Whenever y'all go into a baseball game, she overly does it. She always dressed like the team that she's rooting for. Whenever y'all go into special events, she always has to dress up. This is the type of girl that when she shows up at places, she's dressed for the occasion. Now, the reason why you want to stay away from the performer is because she's actually adjusting who she is to a person that she hopes someone likes. Her makeup is going to be good. Her hair is going to be good. And her attitude is going to always be charismatic. She's going to always have an uppity spirit. Now, when people see her changing into different characters, it, portray it portrays a charisma that, that everyone thinks she's living the best life. She's living a happy life. But when you get behind the scenes with this girl, this is going to be a selfish girl. And this is going to be a girl that's hard to bond with because she don't know who she is because she's constantly trying to portray a character and a persona that she thinks other people are going to like. But behind the scenes, when you're dating a woman like this and you're dealing with a woman like this, she is going to be hard to be around because she's going to complain. This is the type of girl that always needs to be around a crowd of people. She always needs to be the life of the party. Her objective is to say, look at me, everybody. I'm happy. I'm just having a good time. Majority of the time, this is the type of girl that talks with a smile on her face. You ever seen a girl that's just always chipper, always like, why is she so happy? How are you the happiest person in the world? You dress good, you look good, your hair are good, you drive a nice car, and, and your outfits are matching, but when you get behind the scenes, you're gonna see all her insecurities, and this is the girl that's gonna drive you mad. And the reason why she's gonna drive you mad is because she doesn't know who she is. She only knows how to portray certain characters to get people to like her. Stay away from the performer. The performer is a in is an ongoing Jekyll and Hyde, is an ongoing mixed personality person. You will never know who she is because she doesn't know herself. Mm. Next, the girl that hit the wall. See, a lot of you guys, right? You're gonna be dating women that hit the wall. And the reason why you're gonna be dating women that hit the wall is because they're gonna be kind of easy girls to get because their value is down. But one thing about a woman that's hit the wall, she's the most delusional. 
you must stay away from the wall hitter. The wall hitter does not want to hear <laughs> the truth hitter. at all. And the moment that you tell her the truth, it's going to be the moment she lashes out at you. The wall it's going to be the moment she get mad. She's going to be hard to talk to because she doesn't want to face reality. What she wants to do, she wants to try to climb the wall. So if you're dating a woman mm. that's hit the wall, you have to tell her things that she want to hear. The moment you tell her the truth is the moment she's going to get mad at you and you're going to be the bad guy. Mm. The wall hitter is the worst woman to try to date, but the best woman to have a fling with. Mm. Understand, the wall hitter, the woman that has hit the wall, is a good fling. She's mm. not a good girlfriend. She's not a good woman to date because she's constantly running away from reality and she's willing to accept delusional. All right. This is why they can't lose weight. This is why they can't. This is why they can't get everything right. It's because they're inside of a delusional world and she will destroy you if you try to actually bring her back to reality. Remember, the wall hitter is the worst woman because she lives her whole life based on delusion. And that delusion would make you mad because the older a man gets, the more men love to live logically and love to live reality. Women get worse. Last but not least, the puppet master. Oh man, this is the psychopath. This is the crazy woman. This is the woman that's gonna wrap you around her fingers. This is the woman that's gonna play psychological games with you. She's gonna be hot, she's gonna be cold. She's gonna be all over the place. But what she's doing is, she's gonna find a way to use you for certain things. See, the puppet master may be like, all right, I can't get money out of them, but I can get this out of them. All right, I can get money out of them, but I can't get that out of them. The puppet master will always be dating multiple guys at one time. She's going to have a guy that takes her on dates. She's going to have a guy that she has sex with. She's going to have a guy that she tells all the gossip to. She's going to always have multiple guys inside of her life because she feels like the world revolves around her. But a lot of people that come into the social path life, they're already attracted to her. So now that she has the attraction to them, she uses that attraction to her ability to use everybody around her. The puppet master is the probably the prime number one woman to not date, but the puppet master is very easy to spot because she doesn't emotionally connect with nobody. She does. There you go. And I think on that note, we're going to end the video. I want to say a couple of brief things. Matter of fact, I had to take my phone off of this. Let me delete the video. I'm starting to lose space and memory on my phone. So I'm like deleting videos as I'm reviewing them. I apologize for doing so, but... I want to go over those things again because everything that this guy was saying in this video is 100% facts. Number one, the gossiper. The gossiper is the problematic at best woman. These are the women who are not really sure of themselves, so they spend their time criticizing others. Very dangerous group of women to be around. The emotionalist women, women are like the thousand cocks there, bitch where these women are used to being with so many men that she doesn't even look at a particular man as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, capable of just being that one provider. She has to find many, so she'll put those men in that particular task. The performer 
the performer is more of the independent woman. This is the woman who typically has her own shit. But that doesn't mean she doesn't expect what you have as well. So these women want their cake and they want to eat it too. They want to perform in the same capacity as a man, but not deal with the criticism and the harsh realities that certain men deal with. Then you have the wall-bound bitches, the wall, the wall hitters, as he says, the wall hitters, the wall-bound thotties, the wall-bound thotties. And I'm going to be mentioning these things later on in tonight's episode as well. Wall-bound thotties are women who are 30 and up. Women who are my age are post-wall type women. So what they want, they just want instant connection. They say that they want marriage, but it's really just out of desperation. They're just looking for a guy who's gullible enough to at least sit down, have a conversation, and possibly connect with the woman. That's all she's looking for. But she's allowed society and feminazis to tell you or to tell these women, hey, I can go out there, ride the cock carousel <clears throat> 10 to 12 years. And at the end of that, then I can look for a valuable quality husband. These women find out it doesn't work like that. They're the most bitter. And like Anthony Spade said, they're the most difficult to deal with in any form of long term, but they're the easiest to deal with short term. Then you have the puppet master, as he would like to say. And the puppet master is the master manipulator, the one who connects the strings to another and begins controlling them. The puppet master is the narcissist. The puppet master is the materialistic, narcissistic female. And what she wants is time, money, and attention. TMA, or should it, ATM, attention, time, and money. ATM sounds better. Attention, time, and money. They want ATM. They want ass to mouth. Let me stop. They want ATM, attention, time, and money, right? So she'll get the time, that time is from the beta male orbiters. She'll waste her time with beta male orbiters. But her attention goes to the men who she's physically attracted to. The betas try to get that attention, but they're only wasting valuable time. See where I'm getting at? And the money is just a beneficial standard of whoever a woman is and whoever, how she sees a beta male will take a girl shopping. A beta male will take a girl out to eat, take a girl to the movies, and know that he's not doing anything sexual with that woman. But he feels temporarily satisfied in that position. And these women know that. So they keep that guy around for that. But she's also getting money and she's also getting the attention that the more attractive, more masculine men are giving her. So she's benefiting both ways. So now I give an honorary I give an honorary one I always call the chameleon. Now the chameleon is the most dangerous one. The chameleon is the woman who can come into a situation, assess it very quickly and be able to sort of adapt to her environment. She can say 
that she's a fan of all of your music because she checked out your page prior to meeting you. She can say that she likes all your sports teams because you put it all out there. She's not magical. There's nothing magical about a lot of women today. Just like there's nothing magical about men. Men are just men. Women are just women. But what happens is the high value male conversation comes up and these women pretend that they're extraordinary and they're fucking average at best bitches. This is just the reality of the scenario here. There isn't there isn't one guy. There may be a couple, right? Who are egotistical in that sense. And most of the time it's I hate to say it, but it's usually the guys who kind of earn that. You know what I'm saying? If you're pulling this many bitches and you talk about it, I don't consider you a bad person. There's a lot of guys who will say, well, since he sleeps around with a bunch of women, he can't be living a, a wonderful life. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Understand, like, this goes back to the red pill conversation. Oh, this guy isn't talking about enough this and that, so he's not red pill. Come on, guys. We're all individuals at the end of the day. Sure, we may agree on a lot of things, but we also may disagree on a lot more. Now, can we just embrace our differences as individuals and continue to make similar content? Or we're going to continue to bitter and go, we, we'll, we'll bicker and go back and forth online. Because, you know, that's, that's, that's cool too. But the chameleon can blend into everything. And speaking of the red pill, a lot of these women try to blend and play the chameleon role within the red pill or within the manosphere or within any sort of male space, you will hear more women try and speak up for us men because God forbid we talk about these things ourselves. But then again, a lot of you guys don't have the balls to really bring up these conversations. So who am I really talking about? Who am I judging at the end of the day? But these chameleons, these Roma army bitches, they come in with such intentions that you can almost point it out. When I first saw this chick, I was like, all right, she has like a weird neck tattoo, all these like weird, like non-appealing tattoos. And I'm not a guy who says that a bitch with tattoos is a red flag. I don't say that, me personally. You know what I mean? I've fucked a, a few bitches with a, with a lot of nice ink and a lot of um, unique body artwork. I don't, I'm not against that. Piercings to me, that's like the next level. But also, that's a preference, too. So if people, a person would have a right to want those things as much as they have a right to say that they don't want those things. So if a group of dudes talk about, all right, man, bitches who got tattoos are toxic, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And they ask me, hey, yo, Jersey Judah, what do you think about it? I'm going to go, I mean, bitches with tattoos is all right. The whole, like, I, I can't, I'm not going to side 100% because the majority sides with it. There's still things that I like that many people dislike, and I don't give a fuck about it. Because once again, this are, these are things that I like. In fact, there's times where I don't even have, I don't even really, I don't even have a reason to even bring it up. It's just to make that point. Like, all right, a chick with piercings. Like, the whole nose piercing thing and, like, the shit in the middle, some. Some girls can pull it off. I'll say it straight up. Now, are these women that I would see as long-term material? Absolutely not. But I'm saying when it comes to the appearance, yeah, they can pull it off. The piercings, the tattoos, it's cool. But this isn't a, a, 
a one pill helps all type of situation, fellas. See, the reason like the reason why guys like me have to be on here is we're going straight down the middle. When I do a lot of the episodes pertaining women, if you pay attention, most of the people that's talking about the things that I'm displaying are women. So how does a red pill misogynist incorporates women with their actual realistic views as women towards the topics and the scenarios? How is it that a guy who would represent a male space that incorporates red pill, that incorporates MGTOW, that incorporates anybody else, including it more within the manosphere. Why, why is it such a surprise when we as men become more tactical? In a sense, now we as men have became the chameleons. A guy like me who's been around different types of people, not just one type of person or one community of people. I've been around multiple people. And the reason I came to the conclusion of being to myself, being more of a lone wolf and having more of the Sigma male mindset instead of being the alpha is because my life experiences. It's not because I've read a book that told me how to be more alpha or I read a book telling me how to be more red pill. A lot of this shit was from personal experiences. I just needed the realization of the red pill to really think back all of those times that that could have been incorporated. But unfortunately, but in a lot of cases, fortunately, because come with mistakes, there's learning experiences. And this is something that I also mentioned in the book of self-development from where you as a man, you have to look at your failures and you have to look at a lot of your mistakes as learning experiences to prevent from making those mistakes in the future. So when you do become successful at whatever you want, you can look back and say, this is where I made a mistake. And I'm glad I made that mistake because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have learned a better way of doing what I needed to do to be where I'm at. So this thing, when people bring up the red pill and shit, it goes beyond women. Women are a good focus of it. I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of married men talking about the manosphere and talking about the red pill for obvious reasons. And I don't judge those men for that. I also don't find a lot of guys who are just trying to live their regular lives, who just have something to address, who just has a point they want to get across. I don't see a lot of us out here. There needs to be a lot of, a lot more of us out here. And it's not us black folks. It's us American men. Especially those, like I said, those who are in the mid-20s to late-20s, you guys are getting the most out of it. Because you guys are at a pivotal time. See, unlike the women who reach their 30s and feel miserable, you're going to reach your 30s and you're going to want more of what's out there. And you're going to have more insight. You're going to have more maturity. You're going to have more responsibility. You're going to have more income. All you got to do is focus on what you need to do. And a lot of people who are not going to subscribe and not literally to like YouTube. I mean, I mean, a lot of people who are not going to understand what you talk about. You're going to have to leave a lot of these people aside. Sometimes you got to roll solo. 
sometimes, well, most men know this. Women do not because women aren't used to that. They're used to mon monkey branching and finding the next opportunity. Even after a breakup, they're trying to get back into the, to the field quickly. Not even recovered. The jism is not even wiped off the face. She's just trying to go back out there and see what else is there. And these, these women, like I said, they become the chameleons. And these are the most dangerous women. They're the most dangerous, destructible women. We are close to an hour and 20 minutes. Didn't want to do an hour and 20 minutes. Actually, I only wanted to do an hour, but now it's closer towards 11.15. It's actually 11.07. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed the morning operation. We do have a nightly operation at the Red Pill Party Podcast Headquarters, <laughs> a.k.a. my vehicle. I do have a nightly operation that I usually do. Tonight will be no it will be of no exception, I should say. And in fact, I'm, my goal is to actually do this shit a lot earlier. So what I'm going to try to do, keyword try, is to start something before 7 o'clock. Possibly 6.30, possibly 6.45. That way I can have two plus hours, maybe even three hours. And then get done, go back in, and do the rest of the small things that I have to do. So I'm going to go in, do my eight, knock all this shit out. So by the time I get started with the podcast, I know that I have more than 85% of what I need done. And then when I finish everything up, I can go in and close up shop. But like I said, man, um, you know, in the morning times, it's always a special occasion when I come out. When I do an episode in the morning, because by the time this is shared, it'll be like 11.30 noon anyway. When I do something in the morning, it's important. And I felt that there's so much talk about love and what we as men view love at is completely opposite of what women view love as. A woman will say they love a guy and show no respect to that guy, right? But when a man talks about love, it's based off of respect. See, that's why men and women aren't really coming to that understanding yet women haven't really understood that see we've broke down all of the nature within the manosphere the red pill MGTOW, the nature of women women haven't really broken down anything monumental about us as men something to think about but as i always say man in the meantime and in between time and until next time which will be 6 30 jersey judah red pill party podcast signing out peace <laughs>